Welcome to another edition of Not Fake News, a podcast exposing and analyzing information and disinformation as reported or not reported in the news. I'm your host, Mike T., your Ivy League conservative and former Democrat who, like the Apostle Paul on the road to Damascus, who was blinded so that he could see, I have come to my senses. I was blind and now I see. I come to you from the great state of Ohio, where the forests produce plenty of carbon dioxide to sustain life in this state and on the planet for many, many years. Today's topic is the impeachment of Alexandro Mayorkas, the Secretary of the United States Department of Homeland Security. He is a cabinet official appointed by the president and he was approved by the United States Senate, making this a teachable moment where I encourage you to get out your dictionary and your pocket constitution and follow along. According to Merriam-Webster's Collegiate Dictionary 11th edition, impeachment is defined as, and I quote, to charge a public official before a competent tribunal with misconduct in office and to remove from office that official for misconduct, end quote. Impeachment is mentioned in the United States Constitution in Article 1, which pertains to legislative powers, and Article 2, which pertains to executive powers. These are the relevant sections today. Article 2, Section 4 states that the President, Vice President, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and the conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. Article 1, Section 2 states that the House of Representatives shall have the sole power of impeachment. And Article 1, Section 3 states that the Senate shall have the sole power to try all impeachments, and no person shall be convicted without the concurrence of two-thirds of the members present. Got it? Article 1, Section 2, Article 1, Section 3, and Article 2, Section 4. Now, this is a big deal, and it is extremely, extremely rare event for a president, vice president, or civil officer, such as a cabinet officer, to be impeached. In fact, the last time a cabinet officer was impeached was in 1876. Uh, I think we can all agree impeachment of a cabinet secretary is a newsworthy event. So let's follow the news. The impeachment of Mayorkas happened over a week ago, on Tuesday, February 13th, in the United States House of Representatives. They voted to impeach Mayorkas. Now, before we get into the details it is interesting to note the newsprint coverage, or shall I say its lack of coverage, on this momentous event. In a nutshell, 
the event is being ignored by the print media. Let's examine a timeline, shall we? Tuesday, February 13th, 2024, late afternoon, early evening, Congress votes to impeach Mayorkas. So we go to the next day, which is Wednesday, February 14th. The New York Times, no coverage of this event. The USA Today, no coverage. The Wall Street Journal, eh, they put an article on page four entitled, Republicans in House Keep Their Eyes on Mayorkas. The Journal was hoping that House Republicans would back off their effort to impeach Mayorkas. The article reminds readers that the vote in the previous week failed uh, due to three GOP defections in a razor-thin majority in the House. The article included a statement by the Department of Homeland Security saying that Republicans should, and I quote, stop wasting time on this pointless, unconstitutional impeachment. Time that could be better spent addressing the issue by advancing bipartisan legislation to fix our broken immigration laws, end quote. The Wall Street Journal article concludes with, and I'm quoting them again, bipartisan critics of the effort to impeach Mayorkas and the charges amounted to policy disagreements or performance failings, but not impeachable crimes, end quote. Well, the Wall Street Journal summarizes the paper's position on Mayorkas's impeachment, a position articulated the next day in an editorial, which we'll get to in a minute. Moving to Thursday, February 15th, 2024, the New York Times which is the first time they could report on this event, they simply ignored it. Let me say that again. On Thursday, February 15th, 2024, the first day the New York Times could publish a report on this historical and certainly newsworthy event, we get nothing from the New York Times. Nothing. This is not misinformation or disinformation. This is no information from arguably the premier source of news in the United States. So the so to the New York Times, it is as if the vote to impeach Mayorkas is not newsworthy. The New York Times is saying, House Resolution 863, an act of Congress impeaching Mayorkas, Secretary of Homeland Security for High Crimes and Misdemeanors, is not newsworthy as if it never happened. This is a form of fake news known as no news. Thank you, New York Times, for not reporting news you do not wish to report. They need to change their motto to all the news that's fit to print, except that news which we do not want to print. Let's go to the other newspaper, shall we? How about the USA Today? They could not place this story on the front page because the USA Today had to include a story about the dangers of closing the southern border to local businesses. Anyone see the irony here? 
This was a deliberate move by the USA Today. So USA Today reported the event of Mayorkas being impeached on page two with the title of the article, House Republicans Impeach Mayorkas, emphasizing that this was merely a temporary partisan political stunt that will quickly expire in the Senate. The article in the USA Today emphasized the Democrat talking point that the Republican accusations against Mayorkas, and I quote, amounted to nothing more than policy disagreements over immigration, end quote. Please notice the words, policy agreements over immigration, not enforcement of laws against Ill illegal immigration. Of course, the article includes a statement by DHS quoting, without a shred of evidence or legitimate constitutional grounds and despite bipartisan opposition, House Republicans have falsely smeared a dedicated public servant who has spent more than 20 years enforcing our laws and serving our country, end quote. USA Today names the three Republicans who voted against the resolution. The supposed news article includes an editorial paragraph in the news article that I will call journalistic partisanship, and I'll quote them again. Ultimately, nothing will result from Tuesday night's vote. The Senate has the power to hold a trial to remove an impeached official, but Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has not committed to holding the proceedings. He called the proceedings a sham in a statement after the vote, end quote. News alert to the USA Today. Schumer has no choice. The Constitution requires the Senate to try the accused impeached person. Try means conduct a trial. The USA Today did not include the text of the impeachment resolution or even a summary of the resolution. And it consisted of seven pages, including two articles of impeachment highlighting 13 separate courses of conduct by Mayorkas. Apparently, America's newspaper reporting the nation's news can select what news they report to the nation. Going back to the teachable moment opportunity, and I am alerting every U.S. government, civics, or U.S. history class high school teacher who would who should be using this historical event as a teachable moment, no matter what is your political persuasion. And it would be an incredible missed opportunity to not use this as a teachable opportunity. Anyone can read the text of the impeachment resolution against Mayorkas by simply Googling congress.gov. Let me say that again. If you Google congress.gov, you can read for yourself the text of the impeachment resolution. You don't have to wait for the newspapers to tell you what it is. The impeachment resolution is very specific in identifying the laws enacted by Congress that Mayorkas is to have allegedly repeatedly violated. 
if you want to get into the weeds of federal immigration law, then I refer you to the Immigration and Nationality Act, sections 235, 236, 241, and 212, all delineated in Article 1 of the resolution. I must emphasize that Congress is impeaching Mayorkas not for disagreement over immigration policy, as is being insisted by the Democrats and the partisan news media. Mayorkas is being impeached for, wait for it, willfully and repeatedly refusing to comply with federal law. That is made clear in Article 1 of the impeachment resolution. Mayorkas is also being impeached in Article 2 of the resolution for breach of public trust that he knowingly made false statements to Congress. He failed to comply with multiple subpoenas issued by congressional committees, and he delayed or denied access to the DHS Office of Inspector General to DHS records and information. Let's go back to the news reporting of the announcement of the impeachment vote on February 13th. The Washington Post, which I received through the Cleveland Plain Dealer, I will not subscribe to that. I can't do that. Well, they called the House action to impeach Mayorkas as, and I quote, a rebuke of the Biden administration's immigration policies, end quote making it sound like a policy dispute. This is blatant fake news. Let me repeat, the articles of impeachment against Mayorkas clearly state that Mayorkas has willfully and repeatedly violated laws enacted by Congress regarding border security, citing numerous examples of his willful unlawful conduct. In a staggering display of hypocrisy, the Washington Post reporter states, and I quote, Democrats and some scholars have voiced concern about impeachment being used as a partisan weapon, end quote. Anybody remember the two impeachments manufactured by Democrats against Donald Trump? The Washington Post also failed to include the impeachment resolution or at least a summary of the multiple courses of misconduct charged against Mayorkas. So let's move to Friday, February 16th. This is three days after the uh, vote to impeach Mayorkas in the House of Representatives. On Friday, February 16th, the New York Times carried three articles on, quote, immigration, all on page 12. They buried this thing, including one article on Mayorkas' impeachment charges. Again, unlike with the impeachment of Trump, where lots of ink was dedicated to the specific charges, and most of it on page one, the New York Times again provided no information regarding the specific charges against Mayorkas. Instead, they focused on the goal of Democrat senators 
to dispose of the matter swiftly because they, and I'm quoting the New York Times now, Democratic senators are outraged about the impeachment, end quote. The article states again, let me quote again, even some Republicans have been cool to the idea, end quote. And they quoted Senator James Langford, Republican from Oklahoma, saying that this thing is dead on arrival when it comes over there. The New York Times article also questioned whether the Senate was required to conduct a full trial of the matter, suggesting, and I'm quoting the New York Times, a trial of some sort, end quote, was all that was required by the Constitution. What the hell does that mean? I guess we need to call on Professor Turley for clarification. Trial, try means trial. It's a full trial. I don't know what they're talking about. On the same page, the New York Times posted uh, two other articles related to illegal immigration, which, of course, they don't call it that. One was entitled, and here's the, uh, the headline, Data Doesn't Support Migrant Crime Wave Despite Notable Cases. This, of course, refers to the recent spike in high-profile assaults by illegal alien gang members on police and innocent civilians in New York City. In a revealing statement, the Times article quotes, states, and I quote, quantifying crimes committed by migrants is nearly impossible because the police are not allowed to ask about a suspect's immigration status, end quote. I'll let you think about that one for a second. Also on the same page of the New York Times is an article entitled Report Finds Agency Gaps in Protecting Migrant Youths. This story states, and I quote the New York Times, an independent government watchdog found serious lapses at the Department of Health and Human Services in its protection of children who migrate to the United States on their own. According to a report released Thursday, this is the day before, and I, I'll end the quote. This report by the HHS Inspector General reveals the unmitigated disaster of hundreds of unaccompanied minors brought to the United States southern border by Mexican cartels who are released, these kids are released into the U.S. to total strangers. Although the Inspector General report focuses on the faults of HHS shortcomings, different organization, different cabinet post, the story of the New York Times highlights the crisis at the border that is mismanaged by the Department of Human, uh, uh, by Mayorkas' department, and actually supports the claims of impeachment against Mayorkas in Article 1. Staying with this Friday, February 15th, 2024, news, and turning to the Wall Street Journal an editorial by the Wall Street Journal blamed the loss of a House seat formerly held by George Santos 
They blamed it on poor messaging by Republicans in failing to pass a bipartisan border bill tied to funding the Ukraine and Israel. Regarding the impeachment of Mayorkas, this is the Wall Street Journal editorial. It states, and I'm quoting now, voters know Mr. Mayorkas's impeachment won't do a lick of good at the border. Watching the GOP House, they see nothing but grandstanding, internal fighting, and an inability to put together a majority for anything but gestures, end quote. With all due respect to the border-loving wizards of smart at the Wall Street Journal editorial board, it is absolutely necessary to impeach Mayorkas for his willful and systemic refusal to comply with the law. Actually, Mayorkas should be criminally charged for conspiring with Mexican cartels who smuggle illegals to their deaths in the amount of 1,300 border crossers per year. That's over three deaths per day, many of them children who drowned in the Rio Grande River directly as a result of Mayorkas's open border enticement. And by the way, Article 1 of the impeachment speaks to this deadly daily tragedy. And I'm quoting Article 1 of the impeachment resolution. Alejandro Mayorkas unlawfully, unlawful mass release of apprehended aliens and unlawful mass grant of categorical parole to aliens have enticed an increasing number of aliens to make the dangerous journey to our southwest border. Consequently, according to the United Nations International Organization for Migration, the number of migrants intending to cross our border who have perished along the way, either en route to the United States or at the border, almost doubled during the tenure of Mayorkas. I'll end the quote by the House resolution. Of course, the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, USA Today, and Washington Post hardly ever report on the deaths of people who attempt to illegally cross our border each day. That's three, over three a day. And many of them are children. So on Saturday, February 17th, and Sunday, February 18th, the New York Times featured zero articles, editorials, commentaries about the impeachment of Mayorkas. The New York Times is treating this historical impeachment as if it never happened. This is not journalism. This is not reporting the news. This is deliberately not reporting the news because the New York Times does not agree with the decision by a majority of congresspersons to impeach Mayorkas. May I dare say that the New York Times does not agree with democracy? Alejandro Mayorkas was democratically impeached by a majority of House members, according to the United States Constitution. This is democracy. And for good reason, he was impeached, including the deaths of three persons each day as they attempt to illegally cross the border. 
by deliberately not reporting these tragedies and the impeachment effort to hold Mayorkas accountable for these disasters, the New York Times is whitewashing history. This is not saving democracy. Ignoring the news is just as bad as faking the news. And the New York Times does it every single day. Until next time, this is Mike T saying thanks for listening. And remember, never, never take for granted the blessings of liberty established for us and our children by our Constitution. Read it. Learn it. Defend it against our enemies. Fake news is real. It's dangerous. It's everywhere. Stay informed. Be engaged. Our republic depends on you to keep it.